When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What it do? Excuse me? <laughs> I said what it do. I don't know how to respond to that. Hey man, what's up? Yeah, or yeah, it's kind of like I'm essentially saying to you, what's up? Hey, what it do? Hey man. You could always throw back like it, it is what it is. <laughs> or ain't nothing to it but to do it. Give me a beat. Right. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Alrighty then. <laughs> That's all I got. Bye. All right. See no, you, Donna. No, 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 no. Okay. So, I, did you see this funny video of a super fan in Mexico? I think they're in like Guadalajara, some somewhere like that. This fan. We'll post this for everybody. Steals a Taylor Swift like cardboard poster. Like the big displays that you see at the movie theater. Yes. So a guy grabs it, starts running through the mall. Security is running after him. Fans are cheering for him to make his way into the parking lot and take off with this souvenir from the movie. It is quite entertaining. Did he make it? I'm he seeing did. the pictures. It looks like he got out of there. He he made it. He definitely made it. Very funny. Good for that guy. Well, he's stealing. But yeah, there's it, something about like a, I don't know, steal from the rich to give to the poor vibe to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like a, he's doing this one for the people. And let's be honest, these security guards, they don't care. No. They're the, running. He's like, I'm not getting paid enough for that this. That guy's like, I'm not exactly running that right. fast. Barely going down the steps after yeah. him. The first sound from the security guard was probably, <laughs> Put the donut down. Uh, it's a very nice mall also. Yeah, we got to get down to Guadalajara. I know. What are we doing? Take notes, Eden Prairie Center. Right? You could be the new Guadalajara Mall of the West Metro. <laughs> My computer keeps going out. That's okay, Donna. It's all right. Listen, we all have struggles, okay? You know, Nobody a, knows what someone's struggles are. It's been a long time, speaking of Eden Prairie Center, since I've received a public massage in the corridor next to the calendars. Well, let me tell... Did I tell you what happened to me in Eden Prairie Center? No. When was this? This was uh, maybe a month or so ago. Okay. I'm walking through, and one of those kiosk people are like, hey, come here for a second. Let me show you something. And he does this thing to my the bags under my eyes. 
I mean, this guy was like basically critiquing my face. And I was like, yeah, I know. Ma'am, ma'am, we have something for age spots. Stuff completely disappeared. Like my, the circles under my eyes completely disappeared. And I was like, whoa. And this dude almost got me to pay like, I don't know, $800 for a little jar of something. And I was like, you know what? I'll come back. I want to do a little research. So I went home. I can't remember the name of the stuff, but I researched it. And I think it's only like temporary. Like it does something where it, it, it goes away for like. More for like a night out. Yes. As opposed yes. to look, like a now, wedding day two or months something. later, they're gone. Right. Not like that. It's not a permanent fix. And I was like, you know, I don't know about this. I was reading some shady stuff about the ingredients. But boy, oh boy, did that stuff work. Anyway, that was That's my, always fun. my last experience at Eden Prairie Center where virtually no one goes. What is up with that? We need to get more people in the malls. Let's go. It never does feel crowded there. And then they remodeled it. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd be remodeling this place if nobody's coming. People must be coming. Maybe we're just not seeing it. It's thinned out quite a bit. Well, I think for all malls, it's it's not like it used to be. The Von Mar can sometimes feel like a personal shopping experience. You know, where you're like, you can feel like the only person right. out there. But then, you know, maybe people are up at uh, Bath and Body Works. Yeah, you know, that's a good one. Maybe they're seeing a movie. Maybe they're at Shields. Shields is now connected to the mall. That is true. That that's was a, a good pretty move. fun spot. Yeah. Maybe they're at uh, Barnes and Noble. Maybe. That's a good spot, too. There's also a Target connected to the Eden Prairie Center. There sure is. I'm wow. I'm a fan of that Target. You are not. That always feels crowded to me. You mean Blarget? Oh, that's right. We won't say any names. <laughs> Excuse me. We don't want to give free advertising. I, you know what I don't like about Blarget? What? How they just changed the, the layout of the store. It doesn't feel as homey or as inviting. You got to get to my target. The target in Blaska, the Blarget in Blaska <laughs> is, I think, maybe maybe the best. It might be the best. Really? They remodeled that Blarget right when the Ryder Cup was coming to Chaska back in 2016. They did such a nice job. The lighting feels good in there. There's a vibe in there. Groceries to the right, home goods to the left, hmm. clothes in the middle, toys in the back, books in the back, electronics in the back, hmm. auto stuff back left. <laughs> All right. I, I get this. You gist. should go to my Target sometime. Well, then they have like the Sephora section. There's too. a uh, Ulta. Ulta. Oops. Sephora is in, uh, wait. Blafora. Blafora is at KT Kenny's. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey. What's up? Not much. What are you doing over there? You ever go to Target? I was just chatting with, with Kevin. Oh, he hey said, Kevin. be careful when you park there at the Eden Prairie Center Mall. He says he parked there one time, and there was nobody there in the entire place. Like, nobody. Mm. And he parked way, way off in the corner, and his tire was slightly on the line, and he got a ticket. What? what? That's aggressive. Who do they got? Paul Blart right? working there? <laughs> Mall cop. So he just wanted to give a warning to everybody. Thank okay, you. that's good to know. Okay. Wow. 
By the way, we said this at the top of the show, but page six says Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Taylor's boyfriend, needs three hours to pick his game day outfits. Dude, you are very high maintenance then because you better look amazing if it's taking you three hours, right? I mean, I like his style. I think it's interesting. I like a guy who will just put on a pair of, I don't know, what's he wearing, velour cargo pants. Yeah, they look soft. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of dig what he's got going on. He could get away with it. Yeah, and then after all that, he says it really goes down to the wire, and then he just kind of like enjoys the panic of the last minute of like, all right, now gotta got to decide. Three hours, though, just, just. Too much. Inefficient. Oh, my word. Yeah, he's got some interesting choices. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Let's take a break. All right. What are you looking at? I was just said something just to fill time. All right. That's awesome. Maybe we'll get to some emails when we come back. Let's do that. Also, um, we'll let you know. Oh, Mike, Mike started The Crown. If you're thinking, oh, they're playing a rerun of Donna and Steve from eight years ago or not, Mike just started The Crown. So we'll see what he thinks of like season one, episode one of The Crown. Uh, We'll get into all that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. You know, the Canopy Group, they've got 16 insurance companies that they work with. 16 of them, guys. They have a team of 40 professionals working on your behalf. They've really revolutionized the home and auto insurance marketplace. Well, they've got a uh, challenge for all of you. Here's what they want you to do. Call your current home and auto insurance agent. Call them today and say, hey, could you shop my insurance with 16 different companies and provide me the pricing from the top five companies that you hear back from? You will hear a long, awkward pause. Why? Well, because most agents only have one company, so they can't do what the Canopy Group does. Furthermore, these agents are counting on the fact that you are not going to shop around either. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, good news, the Canopy Group does what they do all day. They'll do the shopping for you. They'll provide you with the best results from their top five companies. Yes, they got 16 to choose from. They're only going to show you the ones with the best coverage for the best price on your home and auto insurance. Put them to the test today. TheCanopyGroup.com. That's TheCanopyGroup.com. Vampire. Hey, what up? Welcome back. Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, in just a few moments, uh, 1030, we're going to be playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We do that every day at 1030. You can play along. We'll let you know when we open the phone lines and you can call and help either me or help Donna. At 1130 today, we will play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Mike, can you tease ahead to Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Anything we uh, should know? Ahead of time? Uh, I'll just tease. It's uh, We're going to be focusing on a certain nationality. Certain nationality yeah. today. I wonder if that factors into like some international day. Is it like Italian day? It is not. It doesn't, it doesn't like that. tie okay. that up. No. All right. So we'll, we'll do that. That comes up at 1130. Very fun to play that. Uh, we talked earlier today that George Clooney and some other Hollywood bigwigs, some A-list talent, they met with the union president of SAG-AFTRA, Fran Drescher. And their national executive director, uh, Duncan Crabtree, Ireland, by the way. Everybody knows Duncan. They got together. So they had a meeting where... Wait, wait, wait. Is it epic name? Is his Hold on a second. Are you ready? His I think name I read. was what? Well, we I'll tell you. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. 
SAG AFTRA National Executive Director Duncan Crabtree Ireland. This has been one of the most epic names in history. So Clooney goes in and meets with Dunky and Fran. And I guess they just all get together so that he was trying to figure out what happened. Why did the the, the conversations, the talks suddenly stalled? What was going on there? And I guess, according to the Hollywood Reporter, it was actually the studios, the producers, who stepped away uh. from the negotiating table. That's my understanding. And they said that they were a little bit surprised by that because, sure, I mean, I'm sure it was a tough negotiation, but it wasn't anything... Out of the ordinary. Nobody napalmed anything and just like had a storm out sort of moment or something that was backbreaking to what was being negotiated. But then they decided uh, to walk away. The studio said it would be an untenable economic burden for them to meet the demands of the streaming revenue, profit sharing and all that. Did you think this um, this strike would go longer than the writer's strike? I did not. And I really thought that a few weeks ago when the writer strike more or less wrapped up, I thought that SAG-AFTRA would be, would like, be okay, right guys, behind them. Let's yes, go. You exactly. Know? But maybe the, maybe the Clooney involvement here, maybe some really high-powered A-list celebrities who have diplomatic skills, right? They just kind of know, you know, Clooney, Clooney feels like a diplomat. You feel yeah. like you could sit down with Clooney with two people arguing and he would help people to see one another's side i think there were other celebs involved i think i saw scarlett johansson as a name this mm-hmm. was like a zoom call yeah yeah some other people who maybe have a little little more yeah it's a clout pre- emma stone was uh involved ben affleck tyler perry also yeah. present in the zoom he'd meeting. be good he'd be really good yeah send uh send clooney tyler perry Brad Pitt. Meryl Streep. Let's leave Pitt out of this. Why? I just don't know if he has the same uh, weight underfoot as a Clooney or a Tyler Perry. I like Brad Pitt. Of course I do. I look like him. But (laughs) I I just don't know if he's our guy for this. I think we do Clooney. We do Tyler Perry. Meryl Streep. Meryl. Viola Davis could be really good in that case. Maybe that would be nice. But we we need the A-list to be involved in the next meeting with the studio executives. Because it was bigwigs there, like, you know, Bob Iger has been a part of these meetings, Ted um, Sarandos, Sarandos, whatever, the Netflix big guy. Not to be confused with, what was the other guy's name? Humperdinkle, <laughs> Ireland, Crabtree? Duncan Crabtree, Ireland. <laughs> okay, it's so dumb. Donna, Sorry, that's, no, don't no, say dumb. I didn't mean to say dumb. Say unique. That's so unique. That's his name. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Also, how about these Duncans, right? Don't they already seem smart, destined for the Ivy League? Uh, I'm Duncan. I, I'm. Have you? Who do we know that's named Duncan? Duncan Sheik, the artist from the nineties. There you go, Duncan. Sounds very British. Yeah, it does. Does sound like a British name. I kind of like it. What if Duncan Crabtree Dash Ireland <laughs> opened? Hear me now. A donut shop. Okay. And he called it Duncan Donuts. Or Duncan Hines. There we go. Okay, I don't legal. Know what's still legal, right? He sure. could open Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. And it would be legal. I think it's trademarked, though. But it's not. His is D U N C A N. That's his name. That's his birthright, my friends. Your Honor, right? <laughs> sure. Whose side are you on? I don't know. I uh. would like a lawyer to email me and tell me if we have any copyright infringement lawyers who listen. Email and tell me, could he get away with that? Could I open, if my name was Jeff McDonald, mm-hmm. why'd I have to change the first name? I don't know. But if my name was Jeff McDonald, could I open a burger store called McDonald's? That's my name. I don't think so, Steve. I don't know the rules, but I don't think you could. But if it's a name. I know, but look what happened with, um. oh my God, Ken, uh, Kylie Jenner Kylie, she wanted to trademark Kylie, but Kylie Minogue had already had it trademarked. And she's like, sorry, I was here first. Katy Perry and that Katy Perry oh, from, yeah. from Australia, that name weren't even spelled the same way. Right. And it was confusing to the marketplace. Correct. Thus, it wasn't allowed. What? Okay. Dunkin' Donuts. D-U-N-C-A-N. <laughs> it's not going to work. Dunkin' Donuts. Come on. That's a that's different. Boy, I'd hate to have you on a jury that I'm involved <laughs> in, siding with wow. the the big guy. Hi, I'm Jeff McDonald. Okay, I invite you to McDonald's <laughs> right. hamburgers. They're my family hamburgers. What? This guy doesn't have a right to make a living anymore. Thanks, Reagan. I don't know what that means. I just tried to choose one who wasn't. Topical because the one time I tried to make a joke and said someone topical, somebody emailed me oh, and that's was right. very upset. Yeah. And I was trying to say what I was trying to do was joke like people falsely always blame sitting presidents, but Correct. this person was not in the mood. Hmm. What are you looking at? Does your computer even work it's anymore, man? Now, just so everyone knows, a little behind the scenes action, which is why we probably sound so weird. Our boss was in here with Bradley Trainer, and they were working on my computer. They were under the console. Yeah. I could see Bradley's Calvin Klein waistband of his underwear. Just it was oh, very distracting. I saw B. Arthur's Marlboro belt. Because <laughs> <laughs> she got it from all the points, remember? Smoke enough, and then you get all the merch. You get a jacket. My dad, Joe Cool. My dad got us a Joe Camel jacket. I'm not kidding. And then my mom was like, "You can't, Kevin. That, he, the the kids can't wear these around. Right? It was a rain jacket, a Joe Camel yellow rain jacket. Yeah, you can't be promoting cigarettes. Oh my gosh, we were cutting out children. the miles for all of my dad's empty Marlboro pack. <laughs> we we're like, we're gonna get a pennant or something. I got pennant. <laughs>
We gotta go. We're uh, gonna play a game, though. We'll play it. You can play along. 651-641-1071. Call now. We're gonna play the College of Bop Culture Knowledge when we come back. Did I say Bop Culture? Doesn't matter. My talk. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I need a win. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. She just said it. The lead is growing a bit. Steve, 111. Donna, 108. And, uh... Today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We are celebrating a birthday. It is, and I'll let you guys guess first how old you think this individual is. Okay. Today is Zach Efron's birthday. Mm. Okay. Any idea on how old Zach Efron is? Uh, I'm going to say he's 40. Oh, my. I'm going to say he is 31. You, uh, wow, you've both uh, really covered both sides of it. Right kind of in the middle, 36. Okay, okay nice. Zach Efron's 36 oh. years oh. old today. I'm kind of like Zach Efron's age. Kind of. You're 40. I'm not 40, Donna. I'm 39 years old. And we'll see if Stephanie can help us today. Hey, Stephanie, Stephanie how are you? Hello. Oh, my gosh, Steph. How old are you? Let's just talk about it. I will be 40 on Deb's birthday. Let's go! November 5th! Wonderful. Oh my gosh, you should be Deb's godmother. My goodness, that's a wonderful (laughs) thing. Are you doing anything big for your your 40th birthday? Anybody in your world plotting anything? You know, I sure hope not. I don't like surprises, so I hope that it's all talked about ahead of time. Yeah, I I agree. My wife did one surprise party for me that was fun because it was unexpected and, and she pulled it off, but I, I'm I'm all for turning it down a notch now. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for calling. As you know, Donna's been pretty distant so far this conversation, and so I wonder if you would team up with her or if you would team up with Stevie Boy, who's on a streak right now. I want to help you win a prize. The topic, again, is Zach Efron. You know, I have to go with Steve this time because I went with Donna last time that I played. That's, That's fair. fair. Okay. I shall go find candy. Okay. I know just where to go to Q's office. He's got it. All right. Bring us back something fun, Donna. All right, Stephanie, you're going on hold as uh, Donna makes her way out of the studio. Again, today, Zach Efron's birthday. We're chatting about the uh, young actor. Are you ready, Steve? I am ready. Let's get it started with this one here. A very shirtless Zach starred alongside The Rock in the 2017 Baywatch. movie remake of this long-running TV beach drama. You said Baywatch. Sorry, that was musically, a Zach was uh, charted. Musically, Zach has charted a handful of times, including in 2018 with the song "Rewrite the Stars." He sang it with this oft high-flying actress. Taylor Swift played Zach Efron's character's love interest in this 2012 movie based on a children's book. Say that again. Taylor Swift plays Dak Efron's character's love interest in this 2012 movie based on a children's book. Okay, don't know that one. That middle one is from The Greatest Showman, Stephanie. We need to get who the woman is who's high-flying in that. 
All right, Steve gave his answers. I know who it is. Uh, Stephanie, uh, Steve uh, said Baywatch very quickly on that first one. How do you feel about that one? absolutely. All right, let me read the second one for you, because he didn't come up with an answer, but gave you some clues. Musically, Zach has charted a handful of times, including in 2018, with the song Rewrite the Stars. He sang it with this oft-high-flying actress. I think it's Zendaya. All right, and let's go to number three. Taylor Swift played Efron's love interest in this 2012 movie based on a children's book. Hey, this one I have no idea. I should know, but I don't know. All right. I'm clueless on that one, Thanks, too. Stephanie. All right, Donna, come on in. Hey, Dee Dee. What'd you get? Oh, sweet tarts. That's exciting. Oh, it's sweet tart ropes. Hmm. What? How interesting. They're very delicious. Thank you. Okay, how'd you do? Two out of three nah. we feel pretty good about. Darn it. Okay. I'm ready. All right, then let's get started again. Zach Efron's uh, 30, what did we say, sixth birthday 36, day? 36th yeah. birthday today. Let's do it. Here is your first one, Donna. A very shirtless Zach stars opposite The Rock in this 2017 movie remake of a long-running TV beach drama. Oh, that's, um, uh, oh my God, uh, you know, bathing suits, um, uh, pass, I'll come back to it. Musically, Zach has charted a handful of times, including in 2018, with the song Rewrite the Stars. He sang it with this oft-high-flying actress. Uh, Pink. Taylor Swift played Efron's character's love interest in this 2012 movie based on a children's book. Oh, the, oh I don't know. And the first one is, you know, the Beach Babes. Uh, it's called lifeguard light lifeguards lifeguards it's about lifeguards amazing. it's called be wait 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 hang on yeah yeah be- nobody tell her so now it's no longer but donna lifeguards okay you got this for a million dollars stop it what is the name of the show who was in the tv series um that was hasselhoff okay now name and, the show okay the show is called beach babes okay. lifeguards not lifeguards Guards. Maybe that was a working title at some point. Okay, okay. Guards. Thank you, Mike. Here they are running on the beach. What a theme. Forgot about this. This is the theme? Yeah. You know, Pamela Anderson is in it. Yasmin Bleeth. And it's called, yes, Yasmin Bleeth. You know. This is incredible. Oh my God! Well, I don't. I know David name. Hasselhoff starred in the TV series Lifeguards. <laughs> Change the letter. Le- L. Give me the first letter. B. Babe, watch. Oh. Baywatch. There you wow. go. <laughs> oh my, oh God. my gosh! That was so hard. Babe, watch. Not delivered as a joke. <laughs> wow. Pretty sure that was on a different channel. Dang. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, like Cinemax. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. What a All disaster. Right. Let's see who journey. won today's game. Yeah, let's. Let's find out. Let's start with that last one because it's fun. Uh, Taylor Swift played Efron's character's love interest in the 2012 movie based on a children's book. This is one of like the five movies Taylor Swift was a part of. The only animated. I have a guess. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Nope. She was in that. Is it the Lorax? It is the Lorax. Darn yes. It. The Lorax, the correct answer. 
That one was going to be hard to get. That's why it was the third you one. didn't get it? No, no, I didn't get it. it. Uh, we'll go back to the first one, a very shirtless Zac Efron. Stars alongside The Rock in this 2007 movie remake of a long-running TV beach drama, of course, Babe Watch, the answer for that first one. <laughs> Lifeguards. Damn it. Uh, it was Baywatch, and Steve did get that one after the fifth word. That was such a crazy moment, Donna. Yeah, that was fun. That though. goes into, I think, the Kappa College Pop Culture Knowledge Hall of Fame. All right, and let's go to this one. Musically, Zach has charted a handful of times, including in 2018, with the song Rewrite the Stars. He sang it with this oft high flying actress. Oh, you said actress. Yes. The correct hmm. answer. High flying, high flying. Wait, I want to get it. High flying actress. So this high. is a <coughs> this, oh, this is, is like a, a hint couple, within a hint kind is, of there's thing. A, there's a couple hints here. Is it like a Marvel thing? Partially. Kinda. She's high flying. The movie was from the greatest showman. Um, yeah, I don't know. She was high flying in that because she was a trapeze artist. Oh, that's what's her name? Uh, Zendaya. And yes, yes, she also plays, uh, of course, Peter Parker's girlfriend in Spider Man. So she's often flying through the uh, skies of New York as well. Spider Man. Spider Man. MJ. There you go. <laughs> Stephanie knew that one. And with that, Stephanie gets a big win today. Woo-hoo! Stephanie, way to go. Congratulations, Stephanie. Stephanie. Thank you. Well, you heard Donna Grassman for Baywatch. <laughs> Did I did? What a journey! You know, Steve. What? <laughs> sometimes people choke, even when the answer is right in front of their face. Mm. Under pressure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's hard. Stephanie, do you email the show? I do not. I okay. just listen. That's great. That's. I was just wondering. We have a Stephanie who emails us a lot, yeah. so I just wondered if we it's were talking Stephanie. with an email. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me play. Yes, Yay. love you long time. Uh, stay on the line. Mike will ask you your shirt size. <laughs> do I do a tiebreaker? Yes. Yeah. All right, here's the tiebreaker. Again, Zach Efron's birthday today. Both were critically panned, but in 2016, the movie's Bad Grandpa and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates saw Zach share the screen with this awkward actress who broke out on Parks and Rec. Steve, oh. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Yep. She was in both those movies with Zac Efron in 2016. I was all ready for High School Musical. I was ready for Ted Bundy. Mm. He's got that travel show, too. He does? Yeah, he has like a travel show, like Zac Efron Sees the World or something. Mm. He had that beer run movie. Busy guy. What a bummer, huh? Doing a lot of stuff. Not for me. What's the score now? 112, 108. Sweet. Fine. Do you want a tip? <laughs> yes. Do you want to <laughs> give the tip? Yeah. I'm going to tell you why you should make your phone screen black and white. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me how to do it as well? No. Okay. So if you want to curb your addiction to your phone, um, this design guy from Google named Tristan Harris says, if you make your phone screen all black and white instead of all the colors you may have now, it can help you break that addiction. All those colors are positive reinforcements that keep you scrolling and tapping. And by going grayscale, you won't have as much of an urge to use your phone. I don't know why. Um, but both iPhone and Android have settings that let you easily shut off the color. Okay. Some people have tried this. Some say it works. Some say it doesn't. So it's worth a shot. All right. I just turned mine on. Okay. 
Great. Um, by the way, if, if you have an iPhone, just go into your accessibility and then you'll see display and text size. And then you can just choose color filters. And when you turn them off, it looks like this. Oh, that's neat. Oh, what am I reading? Oh. An old newspaper? Yeah, that's kind of, I could see where that might work. It, I do understand that, you know, we are, our brains, you know, they, they light up, they react to all kind of things that they see. And so, you know, think of how you are. Sometimes your phone is looking like Times Square and it's just all these different blinking colors. And you're like, whoa, I should check that out and look at the color of that app. Let's look in there. Right. Black and white, though. Boring. I used to think that people who lived in the days of black and white television when I was a kid, I thought that they existed in, in those black colors. And white. Isn't that? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Funny. And isn't it wild that, I think I've said this before, but First of all, everyone has always lived life in crystal clear, high definition, right? We live it that way. Yes. We don't always see it on TV that way. And also, this is fun. This is a fun one. Everyone who has ever been alive, each day that they have lived, has always been the most technologically advanced day in the history of Earth. Oh, that's good. So we have never... Like we look back and say, oh, but they didn't have some. like everyone has always felt like they have lived the right. most technologically advanced yeah. day on earth ever because they have. That's a bit of a mind bleep bleep. Thank you for sharing that. Also, I posted an optical illusion on my Instagram. If you want to go check it out, you can at the Steve Patterson. We have these two paintings. Like a uh, arrowy kind of thing, wood in the middle with a white background. We thought, well, we'd like that to be darker. We still like these, but we need them to be updated. So my wife said, I'll paint all of the white wood. I'll paint it all black. Okay. She did not touch the wood pieces that are inside of it. She did not stain it or anything like that. The wood now looks totally different. The color of the wood on the black painting than it does on the white painting. You look at them side by side and it looks like you're dealing with two different varieties really? of wood, two different stains. And it's all about the color that it is next to because sure, our eyes okay. see color with the color that it is as well as the context in which that color is in. Okay. It's really okay. interesting. So anyway, okay. we're going to take a break. When we come back, we, let's see. Oh, this is kind of fun. Let's talk to Mike. Oh. Okay. Am I in the wrong spot? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk to Mike at 11.
All right. We'll get his thoughts of The Crown, which he just started. <laughs> Episode one season. We'll, we'll do that at 11 to kick off some entertainment. Uh, but uh, to spread these out, we have two of these kind of study-ish things today. Do you find these weird smells to be enjoyable? We'll do that one first. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Things will get Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo. You want to do a study? Okay. It's a bonus study. Yeah, bonus ham. Yeah, let me some bonus ham. Do you want an intro? Studies have shown that. There you go. What is a disgusting smell that you like? Gasoline. Oh, number six on the list. This is fun. There Mike, are, you like uh, that too? Yeah, for some reason. That and Musty Basement. Oh, that's interesting. Musty Basement is on this musty list. I got like basement. 20 things here. It must remind you of something. It reminds me of my grandma and grandpa's house. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, no Musty Basement on the list, but I'm, I don't think, but, but I'm with you there. Yeah. Certain basement, I can still smell, both of my grandparents had different distinct smells in their mm-hmm. homes. Yep. I can smell Grandma and Pap Scott and Grandma and Pap Patterson. Very different. Love it. Homey. Something cozy. Mm. You know? Should we just keep naming smells? See if they're on the list? Yeah, we could do it. So this is people on social media that are talking about just like not great smells that they actually really enjoy. Gasoline. My mom, I remember when we would go to BP and we'd get our gas full service. Mm. Ding, ding. They'd come yeah, out and pump it. Still full service in Jersey. She, uh, You're not allowed to pump gas. By law, right? There yeah. in Oregon. Crazy. Wow. Um, but she always would talk about how much she loved the smell of gasoline when we would go to get gas in the car. I get that. How about uh, nail polish? Nail polish and nail polish remover on the list. No way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about that? Yeah, nail polish and nail... Polish remover. Mike? I'm trying to think of another one. How about like a bleachy smell? Do people think bleach is a bad smell? Like I think that follows you everywhere once you smell it. Like that really, uh, that's not okay. on our list. Again, it's a 20, 20 that I'm looking at. Bookstore slash library. Oh, good smell. Old libraries. Nice. Came okay. up. Oh, Old good. libraries. All right. Yeah. Big I, money, big money. Just opening a book and sniffing the pages, you know? Can't do that when you're listening on Audible. That's right, Steve. You ever smelled your smartphone? Nope. Oh, I just did this yesterday. How about the permanent marker smell? Yes. Show me permanent marker. Permanent yes, marker. it made made nice. the list. Very nice. Do you guys remember those markers? Like we had them in school. They'd come in a box. Each color was a different fruit. Oh yeah. Like grape. Purple mm-hmm. was grape. Blue would be like I don't know blueberries. Brown with cinnamon. More of those. Yeah. I mean, likey. Armpit. <laughs> armpit <laughs> is. Show me armpit. Wow. It is on the list. Love it. It is. Actually, it's your own underarms oh. or body odor or your partner's. I think that is gross. I do not want to oh. smell body odor on my wife. Okay, but. You could see smelling her armpit, how that would be enjoyable. No, I can't. If you're like snuggling? No. Oh, I love that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Just sniffing. Get out of there. It, but it's it's comforting. <gasps> I got one. I got one. 
Okay. Dog feed. I was going to say, yeah. And pet, pet smells <laughs> yes. for sure. Show me dog feet, Doritos. Yes, my breath. my dog who smells like he works double overtime at the Frito factory. Yes. Yeah. I uh, love that. That's very comforting as well. What if your partner has body odor though? I don't think I would like the body odor. I like the smell of like the deodorant. Interesting. Maybe okay. just the tiniest hint of body odor mixed with the deodorant we're all close to being centaurs here we're like half animals <laughs> half people my goodness i know we're all disgusting uh, we're talking about the social media list of kind of like not great sense that people actually really enjoy what about like uh that plastic smell something really new has oh, like yeah. almost like that fresh plasticky smell somebody said quote I love the smell of fresh plastic in the morning. Oh, wow. Like cheap inflatable pool toys. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That's funny. Uh, somebody said, and I agree with this, my dog's food smells good but tastes bad. Why are they tasting Ooh. it? Y'all been there. You know? Mm. You've never I don't eaten think dog, dog food? I've tried a biscuit, I think, on the air with you. Yeah, we did a uh, snossage. Oh, that was bad. Really surprising bad. They look so much like combos. Right. Tastes nothing like them. We also did um, milk bones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think dog food smells good. Okay, we we differ there. Fish food flakes. Some people really like the smell of that, I even though it's kind that. of a rank smell. Um, a just blown out match. Love that. Mm. Cool. But then you know what somebody was doing. Oh, dropping a deuce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never knew that. I always had air freshener at home, and then I went to I Lou's house when we started dating in high school, and she had this match thing, and I was like, oh, shoot, is this what we're doing here? Because the match is just a dead giveaway that you just did something. But it also does a pretty effective job of covering it up. Yeah, you're right. Chlorine in a swimming pool. Love that. Freshly lit firecracker on the 4th of July. Sure, why not? Here's an interesting one. Do you enjoy the scent of tennis balls? Yes. Oh, yeah. What's up? Yes. <laughs> Easy, Mike. Oh, we used to play tennis golf as a kid where you'd just have a golf club and a tennis ball yeah. and you'd play oh. all around town. That's what we did. And yeah, when you pop that thing open for the first time, oh, pull yes. that little seal and oh, that's such a good smell. Wow. I agree. Um, the hallways of hotels. Yes, please. The lobbies for that matter as well. Mm, I don't know what that is. You probably not stayed at the right hotels. Pungent cheeses. Love. Sure. Yes. Yes. I love a stinky cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese so much. I could eat cheese every day. I, could, I bet I could survive on just cheese alone, not my gut. I mean, I'd be right. a, I'd be an IBS machine. <laughs> um, I think that I think we got through all of them. The farm animals was another one. People like the oh yeah, but even, not the swine barn. That is nasty. Smells like excrement. Yeah. Okay, and remember, it's going to be a real fine line. This can shift into body shaming like that. <laughs> you don't like the fat animals, Donna? It's just that they smell like they're peeing all over themselves. Which they are. Correct. And then it always reminds me of, like, my 600-pound life. They're just Sorry, laying Donna. there waiting for oh, someone to God. clean between the folds. Oh. I do like the smell of, thank you for saying folds. I do like the smell of hay, even though I think... It causes some sinus issues. Is that where we get hay fever from? Great question. I'll look it up. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll be right back.